hey, you're probably like, why do you keep changing your channel? It's because I don't know exactly what I want to do, but I know travel and leisure are like top two fun things for hobbies for me. So let's get into it. I have some funny stories that I found on Reddit that we're going to look at and read. Um, and I'm going in blind reading this. So let me know. Um, I will I will um, also um but i'll also um share the frig share the um uh, the link to go and check it out i don't know where my brain is today it's not there obviously so this was several number one this was several years ago but i was on a bus on the way home from athens to meteora in greece however you say that if I said that right I don't speak more than a few words in Greek and I was the only tourist on this bus so I got this by with a lot of so I got by with a lot of smiles and hand motions we stopped on the way for a quick break and along the side of the road was an older guy selling honey and olives from containers on the front of this car Boy, do I love some olives, and where better to buy some? There's a sign beside the olives that says 3 euro. So I approach the vendor. He's asking me something, so I point at the sign and hold up three fingers, thinking that I would like 3 euros worth. I have no idea what was what the going rate for olives but it, uh, olives is, but 3 euros is cheap and I'm peckish. What the vendor gives me, though, is 3 kilos. <laughs> Oh, of olives instead of trying to communicate that I didn't want this many. I pay, I thank him, I, and I walk of shame back onto this bus full of elderly Greek citizens with my enormous bag of olives trying to pretend this was intentional, just a tourist on her insatiable love of olives. Nothing to see here. I love olives too. If I knew, I wish I understood that too. Um, I'll keep an eye out for that. But three kilos, that's a lot. Uh, however, I'd probably eat all of them. <laughs> Maybe. Depends on, honestly, how big kilos are. I'm not 100% sure. So, my family, parents, me, cousins are going on Alaskan cruise next year. This is two years ago. There are three photo photographers in our group. Me, dad, and my cousin, ha cousin's husband. Dad and I have gone on Alaskan cruises before. The plan is to download... <sighs> Amazing. Oh my god. Amazing animal picture videos, either from our previous trip or the internet. And every time my cousin's husband goes to the bathroom or gets a drink, when he comes back... Oh my god, did you see that? Like a whale just breached. The goal is to see how long he goes without a bathroom break. Oh, I see. So he's just trying to get something. <laughs> um, number four, my dad's cousin and I were tra traveling to Miami from Pennsylvania. Oh, sorry. My dad, my cousin, and I were traveling from traveling to Miami from Pennsylvania. He asked me to do the proper checks before the trip. As we get over the border into Florida, we break down in Jacksonville. The felt the fan belt broke and slapped around a few parts of the engine. The engine had overheated and cost money to fix. He looked at me and asked, I thought you checked the oil. I said I did and showed him that the 
gal gauge gal got oh my gosh gauge on the dashboard looked okay he face palms so hard it could be considered abuse so what did he see <laughs> oh my god i said i did and showed him that the gauge on the looked okay what oh, and how <laughs> how okay i've done a lot of solo trips um, travel in Tanzania, if I said that wrong, I do apologize, and I have a ton of wild stories about random people I've met around the country, from missionaries holding everyone up, from exiting the plane in order to pray for their souls, spending the entire plane ride loudly discussing how to win East Africa for Jesus Christ, to older white women who live in Zanzibar, talking about how times, you know, Excuse me, Tanzanian men are are liars, ostensibly in reference to Beach Boys, who she'd probably been in transactional relationships with. I have heard and seen some shit. The other day, actually, I was at a restaurant in Tanzania drinking a beer and reading, and the server walks up to me and says, My Rasta friend downstairs would like to buy you a beer. As my very large beer was still half full, if you've ever been to EA, you know the beers can be huge. And I was a little taken aback considering I was wearing baggy jeans and a zip-up sweater. So as to... Okay, one question. How is jeans and a sweater comfortable in hot, hot weather? Like, I don't get it. Is it not? Are you not somewhere where it's always warm? I thought you would be in... I don't know how you guys do it. Maybe there's a lot of AC. I don't know, but I can never. I was a little taken back considering I was wearing baggy jeans and a zip-up sweater. So as to purposely attract as little attention as possible, I said, uh, well, my beer is pretty full. Maybe later. An hour later, a server had a, hadn't approached me for a while, so I thought I was in the clear. I started texting my fiancé in the States about how some guy tried to send me a beer. And just as we're discussing it, a server arrives, sets a beer on the table, and opens it without asking if I want it. I drink it because, hey, free beer. And then 20 minutes later, another server brings me a beer, this time saying my friend would like to buy you this beer, but he wants to join you in a moment. I said, what? I'm engaged. Do you see my ring? I really don't think so. To which the server is taken back, but then complies that another server brings a beer, and I'm like, what? I really can't. Sorry. And he is equally surprised. I then decide to call my Tanzanian friend and my fiancé to look busy to whatever mysterious Rasta man is sending me copious amounts of beer. As I went for my taxi to arrive, I paid without meeting him and then left. Another few, another time, few years back, when I was also in Tanzania, I was lost walking, or I was walking around the city a young, handsome Nigerian man approached me saying he never talked to a white before, Ooh, but that he really wanted to talk to me. He was insistent and followed me back for about five blocks, asking for my number and where I was staying. I have a pretty decent judge of dangerous situations, and I didn't feel threatened. And it was the middle of the day on a crowded street, so I kind of let him pester me a bit before turning onto a side street and not looking back. I always think about how he said he didn't, he hadn't ever talked to a white just just the phrasing of that always stuck with me as funny that is kind of funny actually <laughs> we're all human guys at the end of the day we're all human um let's see. 
Um, let's see, let's see if I need travel studies. Okay. And we'll do a couple more. So, let's see, yeah, we'll, we'll do some more. So, funny story, please, as I need cheer, cheering up. Here's mine. So, myself and my husband were out one evening as a couple of years ago, sat in the car chatting down by the water park outside a pub. My husband is one of those people who like to help all animals or insects that, that he can. So, you can imagine how the story may turn out. We heard... Oh, okay. Well, this is just a funny story. We heard a thud, so we got out of the car, and a pheasant had flown into the wall of the pub and landed on the door, so my husband immediately went up to see it, see how it was. This is not an area where you would normally see a pheasant, whatever that was. The pheasant was fine, was just a bit dazed and in shock, so my husband decided we should try and take it more, more pheasant-appropriate place in the car this would be around 15 minute drive so i agreed as i felt sorry for it the plan was my husband was to wrap the pheasant up in a jacket and i was to have the pheasant on my lap so we did well we got about 10 minutes up the road and the pheasant was still in shock and sat on my lap my husband decides it's cold and without warning he puts on the fan the pheasant shit itself Oh, it was flying around the car. I was screaming, and my husband was still trying to drive. It was flapping all over the car, pooping as it went. Ugh. My husband pulled over the nearest area with the grass and trees, and we opened the car door to get the pheasant out. Well, that was another 20-minute job. I know I cannot believe the story is true either. Ooh, bird poop is the grossest thing to me. Ugh. That is gross, but that's hilarious. I love it. Um... Um, well, I don't, well, I love the story. It was hilarious, but it's gross to me. <laughs> um, so if you guys, I'm going to put my email down below, but I'd love to hear your, um, your stories, like send them to me. I'd love to hear all about them and what your, what your, like, what your funny or most embarrassing travel story is. I love to hear them. So this one here is another one. Um, a, few, a few years back, my wife and I traveling around Europe and we're about to catch a train from Budapest to Romania. We arrived at the station about two hours before boarding commenced as we wanted to make sure we found the right train and give ourselves plenty of time. We were lucky enough to find a conductor who stepped off the carriage that we thought we were going to be traveling on. He was a really lovely guy who actually led us on the train well before any passenger should have boarded and showed us to our private sleeper compartment while telling us in broken English that we would have to go back out onto the platform with our tickets just before boarding time. We settled in for about an hour and a half when we noticed people starting to queue up on the platform, so we decided that it was probably time to hop off so we could hand over our tickets and reboard the train. I thought I would pop into the bathroom before we went outside and stood in line, so I ducked into the toilet at the end of the corridor just next to the exit, dropped my pants, sat down on the toilet, and did my business. And a rather big business it was too, thanks to some doggy Hungarian food the night before. 
Next thing I know, someone is banging on the door, so I quickly finish and open the door to be greeted by the same lovely conductor who is yammering away in a mix of Hungarian and Romanian gibberish. As I stepped off the train onto the platform, I saw my wife's face, who was looking straight at me, wide-eyed, mouth agape, in what I can only describe as a look of pure horror. Wondering what was going on, I looked at the rest of the passengers, whose face ranged from absolute disgust to comedic hysteria. The conductor kept up his brag, and I heard the word bathroom and station as he pointed down the tracks right next to the steps everyone will be using to get back onto the train. Wait, what? I looked at the rest of the passengers, absolute disgust to comedic. The conductor kept his brag, and I heard the word bathroom and station as he pointed down the at the tracks. Right next to the steps, everyone will be using to get back onto the train. This is where time seemed to slow as the realization of what had happened slowly set in while I processed the conductor's strange and unexpected behavior. My wife's look of shock and the various expression on the faces of the 30-something passengers lined up alongside the train as I started to repeat in my head, please don't let it be what I think it is. I glanced down towards the tracks and sure enough, there it is as a... It sat a big stinking steam pile of poop toilet paper and right in front of all the passengers. Wait, how was I supposed to know that the toilets on older trains empty straight out onto the tracks other than the sign I saw on the back of the toilet door that I didn't see on my first visit? I had to stand there in line with everyone for almost 20 minutes while everyone held their nose and gave me filthy looks. All... The while imagining them witnessing the plop, plop, plop of my business following the two to three feet from the underside of the train onto the tracks right next to them. Talk about an uncomfortable train ride. I was so embarrassed to step out of my cabin for the entire 26-hour trip. Ah. You know what? Honestly, it was a total accident. Like, completely. I'd be a little horrified, too. Everyone, it's just, it's just normal behavior, but I wouldn't beat myself up over it. It was, it was a total accident that happens, but that is funny. It's a good memory to laugh about, that's for sure. Anyways, you guys, have a great rest of your day. Oh, I wanted to talk about leisure stuff, because we're going to get into leisure. So this is like a travel and leisure kind of, well, yeah, travel and leisure. I love this. I love this idea. You guys have a great rest of your evening and we'll chat later. Bye now.